Hey everyone, and welcome to the Yogi Misfit Sessions. I'm Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Welcome to session 40. In today's session, I have Kelly Ryan on the show. Um, Kelly Ryan, first off, she's a peach. Um, I met her via Instagram, believe it or not. Um, she happened to catch my uh, my meditation, my 10-day live challenge, um, and it sparked her eye. And she actually is the owner of a meditation studio here in San Francisco. Um, she talks about all about how she got into meditation, why it's important. Um, I'm actually going to be teaching a class there, which is super cool and exciting. Um, but overall, like it's just it's it's a really good reminder to hear that one we need to meditate, but two that now there's an offering out there. And for those of you that live in the San Francisco and Bay Area, if you'd like to go to Anchor Meditation and get 25% off, you can use the code. Dan- Higher staff there is super awesome. Speaking of a super awesome staff, I would love to thank everyone over at SF Yoga Magazine just for supporting the show. They're super great. And then last but not least, we are now available on Spotify. So if you haven't already followed the show on Spotify, just search Danny Pomploon or the Yogi Misfit Sessions and give us a follow. If you love the show, of course, please leave a review on iTunes or anywhere else that you're listening to it. Share it with your friends. And without further ado, here goes today's episode. Hey, Kelly, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. How I'm are you good. doing? I, uh, I'm just getting back from being out of town. So I'm back to the grind and, you know, trying to get everything set and, and ready to go. You know how it goes. You come from a little bit of a vacation. You try to get back into things. Exactly. How's everything going for you? Going really well. Keeping yeah. busy. So what's keeping you busy these days? Well, we just opened Anchor Meditation about three weeks ago. And so I'm just trying to get people in the door and enjoy the great teachers that we have on board. So let's actually talk about Anchor Meditation. Uh, How I want to know, well, actually, I guess I want to hear more of like your story and how this all came to fruition and how this little uh, this little bad boy was birthed to life. Oh, well, it's kind of a fun story. I never in a million years would have thought that I would be um, opening a meditation studio. I um, am at a job that I've been very happy at for 15 years doing nonprofit lending for small businesses. Mm -hmm. And um, I went away for my 40th birthday to a retreat space that offered a lot of meditation and mindfulness stuff, which I had only dabbled in previously. And I ended up just having a really life-changing experience and kind of had an aha moment while I was there. Uh, One of the teachers talked about how if you're wishing the past were any different or better than it was or living in the past and how if you're experiencing any sense of fear, worry, or anxiety, those are all oriented in the future. And I kind of scared myself realizing that I was doing all of those things and none of those <laughs> exist in the present moment. So it was a bit of a wake up call for me. Um, and so after that, I, I went to some meditation classes and um, just kind of had a little breakthrough moment while I was there and 
decided that I was going to commit to a regular practice when I returned to San Francisco. And um, that was actually about a year ago. And um, just practicing regularly has been such a life-changing, a life-enhancing experience for me. I am kind of like, how come no one ever told me about meditation and <laughs> how amazing it is and how it really has affected every part of my life for the better. And so I want to share that with other people. And that's that's kind of the impetus for opening the studio. What was it like, I mean, before your meditation practice as opposed to the way it is now? Um, I think I, my, my dad passed away when I was 24 and, um, I think I would just had a story of the past that, it, you know, if he hadn't passed away, things would be so much better in, you know, every instance now. Um, so I think I was kind of stuck on that story and we struggled a little bit during the recession. I have young kids and, you know, it was just a challenge financially and, um, I think also stuck on that story. And um, I think meditating has just helped me kind of accept the past and let go of wishing it was um, better or different. And um, kind of witnessing my thoughts has given me the ability to choose higher thoughts now. And, um, and you know, scientific, like science proves that we can rewire our neuropathways. And so I think that's happened to me just through um, meditating and practicing gratitude. When you first started like your actual meditation practice, what was it? Do you remember like your first time you ever meditated, what it was like? Yeah. The first time I ever meditated um, was with like an Oprah, Deepak Chopra, 21 day meditation oh, series. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was great. I loved it. I mean, I, I, I always gravitated towards enjoying meditation. Um, those particular meditations don't happen to be the um, style that I resonate with the most now that I've tried many things. Um, but it's funny, at that time, it never even occurred to me to meditate on my own. And I didn't really know there were apps or anything. Um, but what, what kind of gave me that breakthrough moment when I was at that retreat I talked about earlier was... Um, one of the teachers said, you know, you're gonna have 40 to 80,000 thoughts a day. And so the purpose of meditation is not to shut down those thoughts, contrary to what many believe. It's about noticing your thoughts and then coming back to your breath as an anchor. And, um, that helped me to recognize that I was kind of noticing my thoughts and then allowing the voice in my head to say, Oh, stop. You're thinking, you know, you're doing it wrong. And so, um, she just explained, I think she maybe said something like your thoughts are like clouds passing by and they come and they go and you just notice them and let them pass and come back to your breath as your anchor. And that really resonated with me. And it, it kind of allowed me to go into a, a deeper, more blissful meditation experience than I ever had in the past. And then once I experienced that, I was always eager to go back to it. Yeah. I think a lot of people, like for myself, like, well, I was really scared of meditation. I didn't really understand it. I didn't really get it. And like you, I, I thought, you know, you had to, I use this, this term all the time or this little saying, but I thought you were, you know, sitting in a cave with robes on and you were silent for 50 million days <laughs> and you came out levitating and, 
you know, that's what you'd like think of. You think like meditation, you think like a Buddhist monk or something like that, you know? And, and it was really hard to one, get the concept of it, but two, actually like sit down and practice it. And now, I mean, I'm a huge meditator. I'm leading a group of, you know, like 150 people through an online meditation. I've got a 10 day meditation challenge coming up again. And I just don't, for me personally, I know that it has helped me through some of like my darkest times. Like, you know, the times where like I, I have anxiety, I have generalized anxiety disorder and, you know, I don't take any meds or anything for it, but I honestly think it's, it's because of the meditation that helps me get grounded. And I'm not saying that, you know, I, I think that medication in the right, you know, uh, situations is great. But for me personally, I think meditation has actually helped help with my, my anxiety, just not get triggered by small little things, but to, recognize that I'm being reactionary or recognize that, okay, it's just another thought coming into my mind and I have to like observe it, welcome it in and then let it go when it's done. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the case for most people who can develop a regular practice. So what inspired the actual, I mean, so we, I I know that you got inspired to open up the studio because you had an experience, but like what, why is it that you want to, offer this? Like why, what is it that you want to bring to the community by offering this? Yeah, I think that, um, I guess I, I, I have considered myself always a very happy person. Um, but I think I've struggled unnecessarily, um, because I didn't have this awesome tool available to me. And so, um, after having kids, I, I um, was just really overwhelmed trying to be a working mom, and I developed some um, medical autoimmune issues and was just kind of living in a constant state of um, stress and fatigue and um, kind of going, going, going and doing, doing, doing. And everyone, I felt like everyone relied on me and Um, I was just always keeping myself really busy at a frenetic pace. And um, for me, meditation, just the slowing down and instead of doing, being, um, has just been such a huge relief and a much more beautiful way of living. And I think that that is accessible to everyone. And I see so many other people struggling in the same ways I was, you know, always kind of complaining or having negative thoughts or um, just not slowing down to take the looking, maybe looking outside of themselves for happiness um, and not taking the time to go within. And I think it's just very common in our culture. And I think the more digital we get, the more ritual we need. And um, I didn't know it. That was something I was totally craving. And um, I had suffered through a lot of pain associated with arthritis. And I just started to notice a lot of the pain subsided once I started meditating regularly. And um, I started doing a lot of research on that. And I think that um, a lot of scientific proof exists that a lot of um, pain that people feel is actually maybe trapped emotions and undealt with um, 
pain in their body. And I think that um, meditation has allowed me to let go of a lot of things that I was holding on to and become aware of um, how my emotions were affecting my, my energy and my physical body a lot more. Um, and so it's just something I know would be a great tool for so many other people. And like you, I, um, I kind of didn't, you know, I got back to San Francisco and I got the insight timer app on my phone and the oh, I know it well, <laughs> those are amazing tools and I loved them. And, and, um, but I, I still was kind of craving a teacher and wanting to learn more and take my practice to the next level and be able to meditate in community and um, be around other people who were interested in kind of raising their vibration. And there, there, I was really surprised to find out there weren't very many options that felt accessible to me as a full-time working mom with two busy kids, um, you know, just timing wise and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, during that time, I just happened to be in a conversation with a friend and she mentioned that in New York, uh, meditation studios are popping up all over the place. And that was pretty much the end of me. <laughs> I like ran home to Google New York meditation studios and found out that they're actually popping up all across the country. And I couldn't believe that there wasn't one in San Francisco. And so it was just kind of a very natural fit for my um, background and my, my newfound passion to kind of pursue this path. What's the hardest part of meditation? Uh, I guess the hardest part is probably when you don't feel like doing it, you know, but it's no different than a day that you don't feel like going to the gym, you know, some days are kind of blah and some days are amazing and you feel like a million bucks afterwards. And, but that's why it's a practice. You're just practicing it and some days will be great and some days won't. And, um, you know, I don't beat myself up about that. I just do it, do the best that I can. I try to do it most mornings. So the funny thing is my kids who are 10 and 12, if I, if I ever am in a bad mood, they'll say, mom, did you not meditate this morning? (laughs) So so I try to squeeze it in where I can, even if it's just, you know, three minutes in the car in between things, just kind of taking a minute to slow down and do deep breaths. I find really helpful. What do you say to the new person? What do you think is the hardest part? Oh my God. I just, I think there's so many excuses that I can give where I'm like, I don't have time for it or I don't do this and I don't do that. You know, there's just so many things that I could say that I don't do it, but you're absolutely right. It's like anything else. For me, what I ended up doing was changing my morning routine. I have this routine of like waking up and, you know, I do like my green smoothie thing in the morning and, you know, then I, I carry on about my day or whatever. But now it's like I wake up and I actually don't have any phone time. The last hour before bed and the first hour in the morning, there's no phone time for me. So I wake up, I, I turn my alarm off and then I'll get out of bed. I'll do some hot water, like brush my teeth, do whatever I got to do. And then I sit down for sometimes, you know, five minutes, sometimes it's 25 minutes. And it's like, it's it, instead of like, you know, wake up, use the restroom and then brush your teeth and go brought your breakfast. Now it's like, wake up, brush my teeth, get water, sit down, 
and then go about my breakfast and so on and so forth. So I've had to add it in. I know myself really well. And if I don't add it into my routine, if it's not a part of my calendar, if it's not a part of, again, like you said, ritual, something that we're doing daily or at the same time, you know, then I lose it. I'm really easy to make the excuse to be like, I can't do it. But now, you know, like, especially like, you know, I do these meditation challenges with like a bunch of people and it's like, yeah, I'm guiding people through meditation. You know, we keep each other accountable, but it's also to keep me accountable as well. I know that if I'm taking these people through it, like I have to stay on top of it. That's right. <laughs> That's one way to challenge yourself. Yeah. I, same thing. I do it first thing in the morning, um, as you know, to the extent that I can with, with, um, everyone in my family's schedules, but I found that, um, making, I made a little meditation altar of just things that I love a little, a couple quotes and some, uh, beautiful plant and some crystals and stuff like that. And a really cozy cushion, that I love and kind of making that space feel sacred to me um, helps me hop out of bed and get down there on the cushion. Um, but my nieces, I thought it was cute. They, they take a yoga class that ends in meditation and their yoga teacher uh, suggested to them when, when you press the snooze bar on your alarm clock, just sit up and meditate until the snooze, the alarm goes off again, you know, 10 minutes later. And that's another, Oh, that's so good. Easy to get into. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> Go for it. All right. So I have, I have another question. Like, what do you say to the person that's listening to this podcast right now that doesn't really meditate daily, that has maybe tried to dabble in it? How do you tell them to get started? Oh, good question. Um, well, of course, you know, the obvious answer is come to a class in the studio at Anchor Meditation. We have some <laughs> really great classes that are great for, you know, we have um, introduction to meditation, um, which kind of just explains the basics of how to sit and kind of the premises to get you into that space. Um we also have some classes that are not just sitting silently, which, um, in my opinion, are are very accessible for begin beginners. And so, um, some examples of that are sound baths, um, where they're playing, you know, tuning forks and gongs and crystal healing bowls, and it's just beautiful. And you just lay there and receive the healing vibrations. Um, we also have a chanting class that's been really popular and. It's just really good at shifting your energy and you're, you're not having to sit there in silence and still you're, you know, you're focusing on the chanting and you're shifting your energy. Um, we have one called deep relaxation. That's another one where you lay down and it's very similar to yoga nidra where they walk you through a body scan and um, it's just super relaxing. So those are all fun things to try for beginners. Um but, you know, and then, like I said, I love those apps. I love the two that I mentioned before. I also love listening to Tara Brock podcasts. Those are amazing. Um, so those are all great places to start. But, I, you know, I, I think even if it's just for two minutes, uh, you know, or even a few times throughout the day, um, just taking three deep breaths, you know, whatever you can do to kind of progress towards um having a more mindful lifestyle, I think is you'll see the benefits and that will motivate you to keep going and, and wanting to learn more. I think. You know what I was going to ask you also is you said you tried a few different meditations, you know, you've tried different styles, which is your favorite? Mm. Um, oh, it's tough. There's so many I like. Um, 
I like, um, I think probably my very favorite, I'm a very uh, heart-centered person. And so um, there are some meditations where you, you know, will place your hand over your heart chakra. And um, Mm -hmm. for me, that just kind of takes me to a a really beautiful place. So I would say kind of heart-centered meditations are my favorite. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today, Kelly. And for two, I mean, I obviously am a big, huge fan of meditation and I'm a big practitioner myself. And I think what you're offering to the community is really rad. And and I can't, I'm excited for the listeners out there. I will be there on Friday mornings uh, starting in April. Um, and I'm excited to be a part of the community and to share what I do online for the most of it now in real life. (laughs) Yeah, there's, we're so excited to have you on board and, um, It's just been really beautiful to see people coming together, like-minded people coming together and enjoying each other's company and building a great community and some amazing shifts that take place while we're meditating. So I can't wait to have you there in a couple weeks. Awesome. I can't wait for it either. Until uh, the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Kelly and Danny saying peace out. Take care. Thanks for having me.